Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Aloha, how's my voice sounding from this far away? It's, uh, we might need you to turn your mic up just a tad. It's a little okay. low for us. Mm-hmm. All right. Aloha, Julia. Hi, honey. How are go. you? I, I'm good. We're live in uh, Puaco, and I'm ready to send Casey off to uh, Costco and Target. So he's being an excellent <laughs> engineer house husband. We've had a day, haven't we, already? I know. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Oh, Lord. It does. Yeah, it sounds pretty um, good, doesn't it? What are you guys thinking? Does it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I we've got Adam here. We've got I... all the engineers here. We're watching all the monitors. But we're delighted to hear from you. And I know... Um, when Allison filled in yesterday, we were laughing so hard at how many uh, tweets you sent to both of us <laughs> about directions yeah. for the Academy Award show. I know it killed well, you. I, <laughs> listen, it's it's like, uh, you know, a sports person missing the Super Bowl. I something. believe it. I was, right. I was distraught. And um, then when I was watching the Oscars from um, the place that we were staying that first week, all of a sudden... It, it, the TV went out, and I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the world. So is everything pretty much streaming then for you while you're there? Uh, no, no, we have, no, I've got, I've got TV. It was just the place we stayed at. You know when you go somewhere and you can't figure out the remote? Yeah. Okay, there you go. There you go. I totally understand. Well, is it just beautiful? Give us the setup because the <laughs> sun is shining here today. Well, um, it's so funny because on Saturday, I called my dad probably 10 times from the beach so he could give me the play-by-play of the War Road Mata Midai game. Oh, I can't wow. see War Road. Oh, my God. What a game. Wasn't what that amazing? That, it, Mata Midai, uh, well, you, just so you know, they in the semifinals, they came back, too, and they won with, like, 30 seconds left in the semifinals on a beautiful goal. Then they came back down 5-3 to three in that finals game. You're right, uh, Lori. That was a very, very intense game. Very good. It was, but it's so bizarre. I'm sitting on the beach under an umbrella watching surfers, and my dad <laughs> is alternately... Describing the hockey game, telling me how much snow is coming in Duluth, and I don't know what's happening. No, we, then, we got it. Um, we got it. And then he's also, you know, whoa, oh my god, whoa, and he keeps calling Mata Media, Mata Media, and I can't say <laughs> War Wode because that's hard to say. War Wode. It is hard to say. say that fast. Yeah. right? War Wode. It's like the Quo Wing River. That that's right. Or, Dry rub with or, wet wings. There you go. That's Dry. right. <laughs> oh, I listened to it on the radio. It was kind of fun that's listening to that. Yeah, it was exciting. We had a big hockey weekend, and there was so much snow up in Duluth. Um, as a matter of fact, part of the Miller Hill Mall, like one of the entrances collapsed uh, overnight yeah, because oh, yeah, of the snow. My dad, the zipper was. On top of that, he's like, you can't believe it. I'm like, well, you guys finally, they finally got some snow up there. I mean, they've had a lot of snow, but it's nothing but beige, 
here with uh, the beaches, although I will say I've never seen Hawaii, the big island, be this green. It's been in a drought for like five or six years. Uh-huh. And it's like verdant spring green there's been it was such a rainy january and february here they've had floods they've had roads closed right so the wild weather has been everywhere it has been and what about you know your surfing husband how's he doing my bro uh well the first three days that we were here uh the beaches were closed because the swells were like 20 feet wow and um, the there was some kind of a storm that happened, and Casey's convinced the bottom of the ocean has shifted, and now it doesn't fit a guy who's five foot six. He, he <laughs> is it too deep? <laughs> he said it's gotten deeper. Something has happened to the ocean. Okay, that's so funny. That's so funny. So he. Um, he he bought a boogie board, but he bought the wrong boogie board. So I wouldn't be surprised if he comes home today with a new microphone, a bunch of groceries, and a new boogie board. Heck I love yeah. it. Heck yeah. I love it. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, it's been, I mean, yesterday I felt this one guy, uh, his, he kind of walked away from his kids playing at the beach, and all of a sudden a lifeguard is on his um, bullhorn and going, who does this child belong to? There is a riptide in the water. Who does this? And I was just like, oh my gosh, how would you like to be yelled at like that by the lifeguard at the beach? Brutal. But also Brutal. to watch your kids. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it is, pe- people don't really realize, like, you know, um, anywhere tr- there's rocks, right? there's going to be like a riptide. And before you know it, anyway, he just. The lifeguard got off his, you know, little ATV and was just gesticulating and yelling. And the guy was just standing there with his head down. I was like, oh. Yeah, no kidding. Beach shame. I, yeah, no kidding. Did you, are you feeling relaxed now that you've been in the Aloha? I know today was stressful. But other than that, was uh, yeah, it this morning relaxing? was stressful just working out the microphone. But yeah. I did have a little moment with P- Princess Palupa Lupa, the Hawaiian feral pig, yes. that the guy who owns our little cottage. <laughs> uh, uh, so we had a little moment, okay. and I I'm going to be taking the pig for a walk. Lady Exercise will be taking the pig for another walk at some point. So that's a video to look forward to. Okay, that's so funny, but it's it. It licked off all your sunscreen, I feel like. I remember something like that happened last year, right? He almost bit my leg off. That was it. That was, that it. was it. There's a video today of a man, a zebra chased a man and almost bit his arm off. You know, what, what can we do with these what wild we animals? Do? Stay we, away from them. Okay, have you watched the finale of Last of Us? The Last of Us, yes. Okay, we can't talk about it because I know a lot of people okay. haven't. But I'm just going to say the animal in that... Is, was a real one. Yeah, the giraffe. Yeah. yeah. We're not trying, I'm not trying to say anything for the people who haven't seen yeah, it yet. You, that won't ruin um, anything. Yeah, so it's it's kind of... That's cool. Yeah, it uh-huh. wasn't CGI. That was a big deal because that, that was, was a kind big, of a cool moment. Right. Absolutely. It really was. Yeah. It really was. Julia, it made me remember when we went to the Minnesota Zoo to feed the giraffes and they have the weird... They Their tongues are so... Remember how weird their tongues were because they eat brambles and thorns and yep. it's real leathery, weird. Yep. And you know, but it's so pretty. You know, our giraffe Daisy at the Como Zoo died last week. I saw that. I know. We were there when mm-hmm. she was brought here. 
I know. I thought, poor Daisy. Poor giraffes. Yeah. I know. Oh, well, well you're yeah. with a happy pig and you're in a happy land. Uh, yeah, and I think, is the weather going to get, is, is there not well, any snow happening now well, for a while? I'm going to say this. The sun is out. It was out yesterday. Um, we had some snow over the weekend. Um, we have now, I think we're going to have some snow this weekend or rain. It's going to warm up and then get kind of cold this weekend. The weather here, you know, it's all over the board. It's fine. Yeah. It's, it's March. It's March. It's totally mm-hmm. March. I know it. I'm just, we don't expect anything less from that biatch. No, that the Ides of March. We All right, so we got to take a quick break, but when we okay. come back, do you want to do Oscars? Do you want to do Hawaii? What are, you, what are you feeling? You let us know. I don't know. All It'll right. Be a chef surprise. Chef surprise. Lori's live with us today from the Big Island, and we are live from the Hubbard Broadcasting Studios in St. Paul. We'll be right back. Lori and Julia here for Ann Tressler and her team at Tressler Law. We've asked Ann to provide us with some tips for people who are going through divorce. One of her tips is to do your homework. Ann, what do you mean by that? When you're going through a divorce proceeding, I tell my clients to remember that knowledge is power. Start by gaining all the basic understanding of your financial situation. Everything from your bank accounts, your retirement accounts, your investment accounts. If you own businesses, start gathering that information. The more information you can relay to your attorney, the better. This is the one thing you can do to prepare for this process. Also, do your homework when you're hiring your attorney. Find someone who is a knowledgeable resource and focuses solely on family law. Make sure you trust and like your attorney. They will be the one guiding you through this process and you want to be able to work well together. And this is why you guys offer the free divorce one-hour consultation. The more we can educate you and help you understand the process, the more you're going to feel control, the more you're going to feel empowered. And when it comes to knowing your attorney, this way you're going to get to know us. To learn more or schedule your free one-hour divorce consultation, visit trustlerlaw.com or my talk keyword divorce. Thanks for hanging out with us. It is, is it just Tuesday? I think it is only Tuesday. It's 314. It's Pi Day. 3.14. Um, Lori is with us today after her little vacation. She is broadcasting from uh, the beautiful island of Kona, where everyone should get to go to. I heard on Jason's show this morning, Lori, that um, there's a big airfare sale to go from here to Maui for like under 500 bucks that people should take advantage of if you're interested in going. Wow. If, if you're looking for some good deals. Okay, so. Yeah, and I'm on the big island of Hawaii, not Kona. Oh, I'm sorry. And I'm in a little area called Puako. Puako, and you have a little beautiful uh, flower in your hair. Okay, can I, speaking of hair, I must eat some <laughs> humble pie oh, with you, a side of crow. Oh, no. You brought the attachment that Casey brought you. <laughs> Did you bring it or no, he but, packed it? No, but boy, do I wish I had packed it. Because, <laughs> Julia. I'm looking at you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, a couple of my hair salons have closed. <laughs> and... I had to wash my own hair oh, the other day. Oh, my gosh. I didn't have a brush or comb, so I had to use a brush full of hair that I found under the sink and used some of Casey's hair product. So my hair is a gnarly rat's nest, and I'm bound and determined to find a salon, but I have said to Casey... I should have brought that thing that you bought me for Christmas. Because you don't even probably have shampoo. Julia, that would be correct. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll watch for this. We'll watch for this in your video later today. 
Oh my gosh, that oh. is hysterical that you didn't even... Well, why would you? But the salons have closed? Well, two of them have closed. You know, um, I don't know. There's this one area, the Manalani area where the Manalani Bay Hotel is, if people have been here. There's a little shopping area, but since covid uh, places a lot of the retail has left right and i think when some of the retail left the hair salon that i went to couldn't couldn't keep going and i called this one salon on thursday to see if i could get in on friday and the lady just said it is a six to eight week uh, waiting list here she was just indignant and i said even for a half hour blowout even for a half hour blowout so wow yeah Okay. So there's just, uh, you know, it's a busy time of the year. And, um, but yeah, when I find this brush and it's got all this hair in it, and I'm just kind of <laughs> trying to, you know, <laughs> what do I do? But I mean, I, anyway, so yes, I threw a flower in my hair. Okay. To that is, for, okay. So what did, does Casey know that you didn't bring it? Oh, yeah. Ah. Oh, no. We laughed about it. I said, Don't you know me? And he's like, I thought it would be really perfect for Hawaii. And I'm like, yep, it really would have. I should have brought that damn implement. Oh, that... I could have learned how to use it. Okay, that is so funny. All right, good one. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Can you see me? And um, No. I see no, you I looking over see here. No, I'm not, yeah. up. I'm not up yet. Um, I will say, I do have a hot lifeguard report for everybody. Oh, thank Remember goodness. Remember last year I had so many good lifeguards well and you were like we well, know them the they're guy, all gonna be here well the guy who looked like jason momoa yeah but shorter he's gone to another beach because he lives on another uh, different side of the island trip so he's he was really the main man candy and he encouraged my videotaping him exercising but <laughs> he's gone You're and such- um a dirty old uh, woman. A dirty young woman. I know it. I know it. <laughs> anyway, now there's some old guy and there's oh. a girl and there's two guys I recognized from last year, but I don't know. I might not have the good hot lifeguard videos like I did last year. Okay, I haven't seen one of them working out. You're- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. So funny. So you literally went up to him like, where's the hot Jason Momoa? Oh, no. Casey had Tripp's <laughs> number and he texted him and to ask him what day he'd be, what days he'd be working in and... Trip was like, oh, bro, I'm on the other side of the island. Oh, wow. Is yeah. it busy there? 
it's very busy. Okay. It, it's, yeah, it's March. I mean, it's yep. just, I'm always amazed at how many people come with their kids because I'm not going to lie. This, it's expensive in Hawaii. If you think, you know, we have inflation on the mainland, well, you always have inflation on islands. It's, it's just unbelievable how expensive it is. Like how much are eggs at Costco? Well, I don't know how much eggs are, but like if you have a fish, nice fish dinner anywhere, 40 to $50. Okay. Okay. You know, it, it's so, it's just really expensive. So yes. I'm always in a shock and awe when people bring like, you know, four or five kids. I'm like, oh my gosh. And they stay in a hotel. I just think I just anyway but we're we're in a little house and we do have our little local places that we like yes. to go and eat and we're becoming like um you know senior citizens and trying to hit the happy hour <laughs> <laughs> well you can because literally what time is all right so it's three twenty-three here what time is it there um it's ten twenty. all right so it's ten twenty in the morning so really isn't that something i remember living there and when i wanted to call home it was so hard because of the time change, you know. It's just so different. So it's ten twenty in the morning. So you're literally done by one thirty, right? Pretty one. much by one. So you can go to happy hour and go to the uh, yeah, blue yeah, light yeah. specials. Yeah. All right. Awesome. So anyway, but yeah, it's everything is here. You know, just the same as last year. It's just like I said. It was green last year when we left for the airport. There was a fire on. The one main highway there's like three highways on this island and we had to go kind of up and over the middle of the I island remember because that there was story. a fire that's how bad the drought was yeah here. i remember that story and you guys almost you were nervous about getting into your flight i remember that oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Julia, right. i thought i was gonna do something bad in my pants on the way to the airport <laughs> i was so so worried about it <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're glad for everyone who was sitting around you. You didn't have poop in your pants. Listen, we have a couple fun things going on here. We're giving away Billy Porter tickets, Laura. He's coming in concert. He's coming um, to the State Theater on Tuesday, May 23rd. His Mona Lisa tour. It's his very first um, concert tour. And he started out, you know, he's four albums. And he was so yes. delightful with Hoda and Savannah the other day on the Today Show. He's so excited. So that's coming up. So we're giving away those tickets. And we also, we have some music news for you, Lore. What? All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Are you? <laughs> don't well, don't you sound already, excited. You already know Basilica was canceled for the year. They're taking another pause. No. Oh, didn't I tell you? Yeah, they're taking I a mean, pause. Oh, no. I can't find my, my shoes. I'm really sorry to hear that. No, I know. I wonder if they can't get any acts because everybody's touring. and. Well, that know. is what is going on because we just got an announcement today. Um, this is one. We're not going to have to go to the Hollywood Bowl to see Willie Nelson for his birthday. Oh, is he coming here? He's coming to the Somerset Amphitheater. On Friday night, June twenty uh-huh. third, his Outlaw Fest, and it's going to he's going to be joined by Robert Plant, Allison Krauss, Trampled by Turtles, and it's um, tickets pre sale is going on right now. Um, I think they open it up for everybody else within the next two days, but that's a Friday night. And then we just found out Carrie Underwood is coming back to Treasure Island on July twenty first, which is a Friday night. Grant said, "Gosh, there's so many women traveling this year." There, this is like you need a spreadsheet for concerts at this point. I know it. And, you and then I think The Cure. 
is coming. We did. We talked about that. Yeah. That yeah. Was, Last week we got that news. Yeah. And Lionel Richie <sighs> is coming. And um, what was the one? So Bruce Springsteen was sick for two shows after he was here that Sunday night at the X. Yeah, he finally came oh. back on Sunday oh. for a Connecticut show. Okay, he missed two. Yeah, so he got a little. I think wow. they were that yeah. show was so good. Yeah. Oh, Lori. I mean, it really was a great concert. I it know. was. I mean, we had no idea. We came out and it was snowing like crazy. It's like what happened while we were inside. Oh, but yeah. yeah, what a great, great show! I'm glad he wasn't sick for St. Paul. No, I know. I just thought, oh, you would have been devastated. <laughs> oh yeah. You would have had it. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we have our friend Patrick Ricean, and he's going to share some of his, his thoughts on the passing of the great Bud Grant. This is Lori and Julia. You're listening to My Talk, and we'll be right back. All right, everybody, we love Furniture Manor, and we know you will too. Just a reminder it's open Monday through Saturdays, 10 to 5. They are located two miles north of 694 on County Road 81 in Osseo. And they have so much in stock inventory right now. And good news, you know, during um, COVID and everything, it took so long if you ordered anything custom to get it delivered, sometimes up to nine months. And that has all changed. They have, uh, it's so much quicker to get your special orders. And that's something that uh, is very exciting. They have so many great new fabrics there, so many different lines that are in good, better, and best pricing that you're just going to love. We love it there, and the design team is amazing. Listen, go find out what is special about Furniture Manor if you've never been there before, and if you have, go get back and just walk the walk and love and buy, and it's so fabulous. you love Furniture Manor. Accidental Sports Talk. All right, so Lori, we are waiting for Patrick to find a parking spot. Patrick, are you I'm with good. us? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Hi. I'm good. How are you? I I'm all right. I was over by the U, which is not the easiest place to find a parking spot. No, but I uh, I know. I'm, How are you doing? I'm doing just fine. Beautiful day here. The snow is melting. I was thinking about going up to Duluth for a women's hockey tournament on Sunday. They say they might have 18 inches of snow up there, so I don't think I'll do that. I don't need to go where there's more snow, do I? No, probably not. Probably not. So no. we so were... want to talk about Mr. Grant, huh? Well, but, uh... he was just Hello? such a big part of everybody's lives, and you wrote such a lovely um, tribute to him in Sunday Star Tribune, and just... Just wondering, you know, what's been the reaction from people um, to you, or what are your thoughts with the passing of Bud Grant? Well, I'd actually, the last seven, eight years, I'd probably talked to him as much as I had the rest of my life. He was, uh, you know, he was always kind of quiet and uh, reticent, and people kept a lot of his thoughts to himself. And uh, as he got older, he was uh, pretty gabby. So uh, it would be fun to talk to him. He'd call me once in a while. I'd call him once in a while. If I ever had reason to uh, get a column out of it, I would. I'd give him a call. And uh, he was still sharp. Uh, a couple of years ago, actually, when the, I had a good long talk with him the day uh, Kevin O'Connell got the job out at uh, the Vikings' new place. And uh, he was uh, going, he told me that day, he said, my mind's still good. These hearing aids work. My vision's still good. He said, the only thing letting me down is my skeleton. 
he was uh, he was walking kind of bent over there, and of course you all remember him walking out on the freezing day at uh, at uh, US at uh, the Bank Stadium at the at the University of Minnesota on that day. That oh yeah, game there. when they played the Seattle Seahawks. No, I know that yeah. was one that everybody remembered. Do you think? You know, okay, so this is really a random question, and it's from my brother, who's Lori's husband, okay? Okay. So he wants to know, because he felt um, like Jim Fink and Bud Grant built the Vikings back in the day. Did you think that, um, Lori, help me out here, that Jim Fink ever felt bad? Did Bud ever say anything about how disappointed he was that they let him go? Jim Finks uh, left because uh, they want. He wanted to buy a share of the t- team, and uh, Max and felt as though he had kind of that promise that he could do that. And Max Winter uh, would not uh, do that, and that's why Finks left. And Bud loved the guy. They loved each other. They both came from the Canadian Football League. Uh, when Bud was up there winning championships. In Winnipeg, Finks was competing against him in, uh, I think Jim was in Edmonton. And when Van Brocklin, who was crazy, uh, quit, uh, or got, you know, quit after, uh, 66, uh, Finks, I think the first guy, I think he knew he was going to hire Bud Grant. He interviewed a couple other guys, but, uh, he knew he was going to hire Bud Grant. And that's, uh, that's when he had the famous quote when he sent the PR guy, Billy McGrain, out to pick up Bud at the airport. And McGrain said, how do I know? How will I know who he is? And he said, he'll be the guy that looks like the town marshal. <laughs> he uh, looked, looked like Gary Cooper in High Noon, you know, when he, uh, he had that gray hair and that, that whole look there. So he was, uh, he was uh, an interesting cat, to say the least. Do you think that he was, you know, do you think, did he ever want to, I know he was with the Vikings, retired, and then went back again. Was he done coaching at the end of his life? I mean, did he stay involved at all with any of the coaching or just his grandkids and kids? No, no. He, I mean, he went out and watched his son bikes games, and uh, but he never, he was fairly young when he uh, quit. You know, he quit in 83. And then uh, Lynn, Mike Lynn, was worried because Lou Holtz came to town, and all of a sudden the Gophers were drawing more people than the Vikings <laughs> And uh, in 84. And uh, so he went and got Bud to come back because the Vikings were 3-13 and 13 in 1984 with Les Steckel, and they were in kind of trouble with the public. And then they went and got Bud back, and we all celebrated. But Bud only, came, Bud only intended to come back for one year. He never told the Vikings that, but he got himself a very fine contract. I think it was a 10-year contract at that time, and then he, he pretty much uh, kept all of his uh, privileges with the Vikings for the rest of his life. Patrick Grant here. I got a question for you. You know, a lot of times people kind of overlook the fact that he played for the Minneapolis Lakers, you know, in the NBA can you speak to his NBA career? Was he? I don't know much about it. Was he kind of a bench player? Was he? Was he a starter? Yeah, yeah the NBA back then, uh, you know, was played had short rosters, nine or ten players. They had four Hall of Famers in the starting lineup: uh, George Mikan, the greatest player of the first half century, and Vern Mickelson, and Doogie Martin, and Jim Pollard. They had four of the ten best players in the world on that team. And so Sid, Sid was one of the guys helping to run the, uh, 
the the Lakers, and he was a big buddy of Bud. And to fill out the back part of that roster, they would always sign a bunch of gophers or guys from Hamlin or something like that. They oh. they'd go about six deep, and then they the other three guys would be local local guys. And uh, Bud was a good player, but he didn't he was not a a huge contributor to that uh, that team because they you know they had all these superstar players. Yeah. All right. Cool. A little fun factor. Thanks. It's, is there going to be a big memorial for him, or is it going to be a private thing? Or I got a hunch that there will probably just be a little private thing for him uh, in the immediacy and that they might have a big blowout for him at U.S. Bank Stadium. Uh, they'll, they'll certainly, the Vikings will certainly do something, but I would guess not until this summer. Uh, I don't know. He was... Uh, there's not going to be a big uh, religious service, but wasn't real strong in that area, so uh, I, I don't I don't think that uh, there's going to be a big funeral at a local church or anything like that. It's it's really it was just you know for some of us who are of a certain age, he was it was just such a part of our history growing up, and the Vikings were the thing to do every Sunday, and it just it is uh, it is pretty amazing how front of mind he still was. <sighs> 38 years after he coached his last game. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was, we still, were, I wonder how Bud's doing, you know. Yeah, what an impact. But the other thing you got to know about him is the outdoors were probably more important to him than football. He, hunting, fishing, uh, conservative, uh, you know, uh, conservation, all those things, uh, keeping the supply of uh Ducks and pheasants and uh, deer uh, alive, and uh, it was—I uh, mean, he was a tremendous outdoorsman. I and I was talking to his son Mike about a couple months ago, and Mike had him up at the deer camp this year. He was—he uh, spent a little time on the deer stand this year at age ninety-five. So, wow! Uh, he was—he uh, was a great outdoorsman, and uh, he lived. He had a cabin up in Gordon, Wisconsin. He spent a lot of time. He had it for years. He actually pitched up there in summer baseball. He was a great summer baseball town team pitcher. And part of his deal with uh, his compensation were eight funeral plots at the Gordon Cemetery. <laughs> and uh, and uh, his son once asked him how he knew he wanted eight, and he said that was all they would give me. Oh, so uh, he was, uh, he, Bud was always the hard bargain driver, but I used to, I called him up there a couple of times when all the grandkids were up and the great grandkids. And he says, there's about 18 of them running around here now. I don't even know who's up here. Right. <laughs> up at the cabin all summer. So, uh, he was, uh, he was, uh, quite the, uh, outdoorsman to say the least. Oh, he will be missed. Yeah. One, one more last question yeah. for you, Patrick. He was pretty active up until his death, correct? I mean, he was still doing events. I know he did something for a local. Fan HQ store in town here where he spent like six hours on a stream. I mean, wasn't he supposed to attend an event Thursday night or something? Or uh, yeah, night? Bob Hagen uh, was uh, the Vikings' long-term uh, PR director, we call That's him. It. I don't know what, media relations. And Bob uh, was uh, uh, turning into a consultant, so it was kind of his uh, end of his time, and they had a big uh, hoedown for him out at Winter Park at, not Winter Park, whatever they call that damn place now. <laughs> two hundred. There were probably two hundred people there, and Bud was supposed to be there and be one of the speakers. But uh, Mike said his son said he wasn't feeling well, so he didn't. Uh, 
he didn't uh, he didn't make it, but uh, he had Mike show up to say what he, Bud Bud was going to say. But even then, Mike didn't think it was like yeah. a bad situation. That's what I heard. Never, that, yeah. We should never be shocked when somebody ninety five dies. This but, is true. Uh, yeah, I think it was unexpected to say the least. So you know, his best friend, believe it or not, was one of his very best friends was Sid Hartman. Believe it or not, and there couldn't have been, as I wrote Sunday, there couldn't have been two more different characters <laughs> on the entire planet. The only thing they had in common is is how much is that going to cost? That's the only thing they had. In common. <laughs> And your article, again, if people haven't read it, go read it this past Sunday, Star Tribune. And Lori also sent me the New York Times. She said they wrote a beautiful obituary for Bud Grant as well. Have you seen that one? Uh, No, I did not. I did not see that. Yeah, Lori said it was really good. She's being quiet. She's in Hawaii. Well, Dennis Anderson, our outdoor guy who was really tight with uh, Bud, will probably have a long piece on Sunday that'll be better than anything you've read on him because they... He got, he knows more inside stuff about Bud than anybody because he was in the duck hunting blind with him and the deer stand and all those places. So. A lot mm-hmm. goes on there. Well, Patrick, we just want to thank you so much for um, taking right. the time out and sharing your thoughts. And um, be careful driving in Duluth this weekend. Oh my gosh, I didn't all hear. Right. I didn't hear eighteen yeah. inches. Good lord. I don't think I'm going. We'll see you soon. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we have some insider scoop about what was taken out of the monologue uh, from the Oscars because a certain somebody decided not to come. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on my talk. Hey, gang. It's Julia here for First Equity Mortgage. And uh, lots are going on. I mean... You know, this is the busy season. The busy housing season is heating up. If you've gone to any website or if you're working with a realtor, you know you have to be prepared. If you are thinking about getting a home, selling a home, buying a new one, whatever your thoughts are, maybe you want a vacation property, things go quick. The good stuff goes, and you have to have everything in order because they're not going to wait around for you to get everything done. Um, Let's just talk about that's where having a local mortgage company like First Equity that's been in this market for 23 years is going to serve you. They know the realtors. They know the business. They know the loans. They listen to you. We at MyTalk, I can't tell you how many of us use David and have used him multiple times and his team. They're just, they're experts at what they do. No questions, a dumb question. Give them a buzz today and find out where you stand. 763-251-8000. All right, Lorene, you did not get to weigh in yesterday on the big, big night. Um, that was nice of Patrick, first of all, to call in. Yes. That was very, yes. very nice. So hopefully Casey listens and he understands his question. Yes. That's okay. Good question, by but the way. getting to the Oscars. Yes. So, um, well, I really enjoyed the show. I thought it was, I wasn't happy about Austin Butler and Elvis, okay? And I um, wasn't happy that Angela Bassett, who was the best dressed, um, did not take home the Oscar and it went to Jamie Lee Curtis for everything, everywhere, all at once. I mean, if if everything, everywhere, all at once, if there was a supporting, I mean, give it to Stephanie Sue, the other gal who was in it. She had way bigger of a part, but uh-huh. I was disappointed for Angela. I thought Kimmel did a pretty good you know, I thought he was very good, um, but I was disappointed that Elvis was so shut out. And you 
told me. You said, I, I can feel Elvis is getting shut out. I felt it with the first two that kind of maybe would have gone to him. I'm like, costumes, oh. costumes and makeup. Costumes and makeup. I was like, really? No. Nope. I mean, I get Wakanda Forever. They did an amazing the Amazing. Job, but like 2,000 costumes, you guys, right? 9,000. 9,000. And then 90 different outfits. But it doesn't matter. Wakanda Forever had amazing costumes. I never yeah. have, I still have yet to see the movie. But it was, I felt it. I just felt it with those going by. And it's like, too. nope, there's nothing. They're getting nothing. And with the Jamie Lee Curtis thing, um, if you remember, did Chris Hewitt tell us that it's kind of like who they like? You know, everyone kind of gets behind who they like. And it's kind of like Jamie Lee Curtis has been around for a long time without anything. I did watch the movie finally, Lori. Oh, you did? I did. And I got it. After uh-huh. Grant um, basically mansplained the whole thing to us, um, I, I got it. And when I got it, I got it. I give it a B. It wasn't my, you know, I thought Elvis was my better. Um, but mm-hmm. I also got it. And Jamie Lee Curtis had a really kind of funky role in it. And she wasn't like we've ever seen her before. So anyway, whatever. I just, I, just, I, I was so disappointed for Angela Bassett because. She got robbed for well, what's course. love got to do with I it. I know, but Holly Hunter won for the piano that year, we which talked. nobody yep. has rewatched that movie ever. That's exactly what you said. I just said that yesterday. I just oh. said, yes, she did get robbed. But again, exactly you know, what do you do? Yeah. What I do know. you do? But she but, was best dressed. But it was so cute how she was sitting right next to the very, very skinny Austin Butler. I just want to give him a sandwich. Um, and they were holding hands. He, she held his hand, um, when the, you know, best, uh, actor category and we knew it was going to go to Brendan Fraser. Um, it just felt like Elvis just really got pushed out at the end. I I guess, I guess so. I was very dis. my mom said, said that was a waste of three and a half hours. She couldn't believe Elvis only won one award. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was it was the show I thought though was was good. The worst excess, the worst dress was the beige carpet. That champagne carpet was so bad. But and then we have like Allison yesterday explained. Well, remember I you I'm thinking last week. So they wanted to do something a carpet that went from day into night, and we're yeah. always going to call it the red carpet. But she doesn't think it's going, coming back. Well, I'm sorry, but uh, the stylist must not have known that because That's what we had I a think. sea of bridal gowns coming yep. out in white. Nobody popped. No one's. Jamie Lee Curtis melted into the carpet. Mm-hmm. You could see sticks. You could see leaves. You could see mud. Not good. They need to rethink that. You... <laughs> okay, what are your okay. other thoughts? Get them all out right now. Okay, Nicole Kidman definitely took an edible or a couple of shots. Did you see her on the ABC live stream? There's this guy, George, who's covered (laughs) movies. I don't know if he works for a TV station in L.A., but he was doing the red carpet. He was very, very funny. But, I mean, she had brought with her and Keith the kid who played the rotten kid in the Fablemans, and he's like her godson. But she and Keith were making out, and I'm just like, hello, Edible, but I loved her dress. (laughs) I thought she looked fantastic. She did, and and she had a fresh fresh face that looked amazing. She looks amazing. (laughs) She did. She looked, and it was a fresh face. 
But she looked amazing. I mean, and she was, they were macking, they were making out hard. And everyone kind of said that maybe she, that's the way to show up, be a little tipsy. You know, they don't really, you know, he doesn't drink or party at all. And I'm, so I think she might have, you know, had a cocktail and I don't think she eats ever. So it probably went to her head. I also really loved Cara Delevingne. I would say Angela Bassett was my number one, Cara Delevingne two, Nicole Kidman three, and the best Ellie Saab was Monica Barbero. She was in Top Gun. She had kind of a black and blue gown. It was really beautiful. My worst dress was Michelle Williams in her twee little, whatever that white thing was, Anna de Armas. And Florence and her duvet with her ponytails being the her bangs. That okay. was just, what the hell? Grant, Grant can't stop laughing right now because everything you just said, I said yesterday. Yes. Why weren't you listening? Oh, this is because so we funny. think so much alike. Oh, my it's gosh. scary. She literally, you guys have the same feels about this. It's beautiful. It's I, so I think so. In the one that I felt, you know, and how about the breast situation with uh, Eva Longoria? It couldn't happen to a better person. Her breasts. Oh my God! Were they lopsided? They were. Her tape failed her, and yeah. and she. I loved that dress, but her tape failed her. And I and I was telling everyone how lovely she was three years in a row, and wouldn't even look at us and say hi yeah. when she was literally a foot away. Yeah. Remember? So I'm yeah. still holding a grudge for us for that one. But I'm Carla Delevingne. Deve- Carla Delevingne's red dress was amazing. amazing. I also. Um, of course, my notebook's in the other, um, out there somewhere at, at our desk. The double wide misses Selma you. And Hayek looked the best. She looked She's fantastic. She looked great. Mm-hmm. Still weird Her me daughter out. was wearing the dress she wore to the 97 Oscars. Oh, really? Yeah. Victoria or something like that. Yeah, What about guys? Like who did you, did you like Austin Butler's kind of satin, um, shirt? Very much, yeah. very much. I mean, uh, very much, Julia. And I liked what Pedro Pascal wore. Right. I thought you liked the Mindy rock. Ke- Everyone hated the rock's pink satin thing, or you didn't like it. Oh, that like was it. terrible. Yeah, that was terrible. terrible. He yeah. was the worst dressed man. Even just goes to show you, you got to beware of satin. It makes everything look bigger and not in the right way. This is this is very very true. Okay, stick around. We're giving away tickets to Billy Porter next hour. We've got Lori's book reviews. We've got the Tom Cruise behind the scenes story. Uh, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia, my talk.